0: Welcome to the Let's Talk Feminism and Politics podcast. This podcast is not about being the perfect feminist. It is all about coming together, learning together and growing together. Because only together we can make a difference today. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the very first episode of my podcast about feminism and politics. I am so excited, I can't tell you. This first episode is about feminism and sexism in everyday life. It's kind of like a starter episode. It talks about why feminism and sexism matters and why the job is not done. So I have identified as a feminist for a while now. And I don't know about you, but I keep finding things about myself, thoughts and patterns of behavior that are not very feminist. And this podcast is not about telling you what a perfect feminist is or does, because I wouldn't consider myself the perfect feminist. I think nobody is. I even sometimes have this anxiety in me that something that I will say or even publish as a journalist today, I will look back on in a while and think, what a fool was I and how could I have not known better? Kind of like these commercials from the 50s, where we all now consensually shake our heads about, because they say stuff like, a woman worries about two things. What should I cook and what should I wear? And the scary thing is, somebody back then produced this commercial to appeal to women and thought legitimately, this is a good idea. But the fear to be wrong shouldn't keep us from standing up and speaking up. Politicians change their minds and what they stand up for all the time. So if they can do that in public, so can I, and so can you. At least that's what I'm telling myself. It's not important to always be right. Outgrowing your perspective of yesterday means improvement. Knowing better than yesterday is growth. And that's how I want to approach things. And feminism. With you. And if you wonder, who is she even? I'm Alina, a freelance journalist from Germany. Um, I studied journalism in my bachelor's, then I worked for a while, and now I'm about to finish up my master's in media and politics. Over the past two years I realized how strongly I actually felt about feminist topics and independently from that in my practical journalistic education I was always very drawn to radio or audio content so I decided to combine these two and voila that's how we ended up here I'm very much looking forward to sharing these topics I want to discuss Um, and if you ever think hey this is not discussed balanced enough or you disagree with me You're welcome to share your thoughts and comments on the content. Why feminism matters is probably nothing I need to justify to you out there who listens to me, because you're a person already listening to a podcast about feminism. But I still want to address everyday issues in this episode and why they are important. It is out of question that we already came a long way. And by saying that, I'm mostly referring to Western countries, because that is just my own cultural context being German. We came all the way from the women's right to vote achieved in the beginning of last century to challenging cultural inequalities like classic gender roles and increasing women's sexual autonomy due to birth control to now, 2020, today. Modern feminism can be a lot of things. Feminism now is predominantly based on a freedom to choose, which can also mean that a woman can adapt traditional female roles, like being a housewife, or choosing to look very stereotypical. A woman can also have the exact opposite values of the original feminism. but, the freedom to choose that for yourself, that is what feminism promotes. And the diversity in modern feminism does not mean that the feminist debate now lost its relevance, or is limited to discussions whether an actress chooses to wear a not very warm dress at freezing temperatures. Like the debate when Jennifer Lawrence was photographed in a not so warm looking dress in 2018, next to some gentlemen in winter coats. Diversity in feminism does not mean it lost its importance to be brought up. Let me give you an example. Women are 73% more likely to be seriously injured or die in a car accident than men, according to a study by the University of Virginia. If they get in a car accident, because women have less car accidents, but that's a different story, but if they end up being in an accident, they are 73% more likely to be seriously hurt or dead in the end. The answer to why is not finally answered, But it is probably related to crash tests being usually made with dummies and measures of the average man. But, and I think this is very interesting, when they compared women and men who had the same height and weight, still more women were injured, which is probably based on the female body having a different setup or construction than the male body. But the point is, there is simply not enough information out there. And this lack is based on the so called gender data gap. For the longest time, science was exclusively male. Collected data was about men. Men were the societal norm, the benchmark, in language, in science, in politics. Another, less life-threatening example is the room temperature of office buildings. An experiment conducted in Germany found that women's brains perform better with a higher room temperature, while men's brains perform better at a lower room temperature. If you're like me, freezing all the time, it is not just because you're a woman and women just tend to be cold, It's because room temperature is often set up for male preferences. While women's brains are significantly less productive with lower temperature, men are only slightly less productive with a higher temperature. The next example is bathrooms. Ever wondered why women's bathrooms always have a line? Well, for one, women have a smaller bladder than men. Yes, that is proven. But also, turned out that men usually get more, let's call it places to do their business because urinals just take up less space than stalls. I understand the argument that there is equally much space planned for both in construction, but that leaves women with less toilets and having the smaller bladder, which results in having to go more often and creates, well, long lines. I'm not pointing fingers there that that's anyone's fault, but my suggestion would just be mixed bathrooms, y'all, also solves the binary gender problem. And these examples are not the only ones, just to mention a few more, Women still do more housework on average, even if the man and woman in a relationship work the same number of hours in their jobs. In medical testing, agents that resonate exclusively for women are not being developed or further pursued, and recommended doses for medication also usually refer to the average man. But we're improving, right? When my mother had her confirmation at the end of the 70s in a small village in southern Germany, she was the only girl to wear pants instead of a skirt. Today, every woman can wear pants without having to fight for it. Women can play football, be lawyers, politicians. Germany has a female head of state. So does Estonia, Iceland, Denmark, New Zealand. But shares of women in parliaments started to fluctuate for the first time in recent years. Does that mean feminism is reaching its glass ceiling? I don't have an answer to that, but I hope not. In Germany, where I'm from, the number of women in the parliament dropped for the first time in 2017, which was when we had the last national elections. The main reason for that was the right-wing populist party having the highest results since it was founded, and the party brought mainly men to the parliament. But that does not mean that equality will develop backward, right? Interestingly, and that's what we're going to dive into in the next episode, right extremism in particular and some right-wing populists do show connections to anti-feminism. And right-wing populism is rising. Of course, there is a difference between sexism and anti-feminism. But more about that next time. And before wrapping up this episode, let me tell you an aspect that seems quite logical, but I feel it is still often misunderstood and very important. It is about what feminism is not. Feminism is not about female supremacy, period. It is not about lifting women above men. Feminism is about equality, equal rights, and equal chances of men and women, as well as people who do not see themselves in this binary concept of gender. And that's it for now. That's my last point on this very first episode of the Let's Talk Feminism and Politics podcast. Thank you for being a part of this. I can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you for listening to the Let's Talk Feminism and Politics podcast. It is not about approaching the matter perfectly, but approaching it. This podcast is a promise to educate me, and you, if you want to. And in that way, subscribing to Improvement.